Welcome to another episode of The Inquisitive Analyst. I'm your host, Marcus Yudokang. It's the show where we chat about business analysis and project management issues and the challenges and triumphs within those fields. Also, once in a while, we like to have some items that fit on the periphery of those fields as well. It's inspiring, informative, and very much inquisitive. My guest today is a professional engineer, a course developer and instructor, and he's extremely active in Toastmasters, where he has held club officer and district officer roles. He has a background in sustainability and is co-founder of Aspen Technology Solutions. Please help me welcome today's show, joining us all the way from Calgary, Canada, Amin Subzavari. Welcome, Amin. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Marcus. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me here. Oh, you're very much welcome. Now, your background is in engineering, primarily. And you were at one time even a project engineer. So you've been able to combine that career with a long-term engagement with Toastmasters. Can you take us through your journey on how and why you joined Toastmasters? For sure. Uh, my first impression of Toastmaster was back in 2007 that I used to work for an EPC, an engineering firm called Woolly Parsons. And they had a group of people uh, that they had lunchtime Toastmaster club and they put together a club. And that time I wasn't very interested to join them. And I have no idea why, but sometimes you come across with a feeling that we can't explain it. And it was the same thing. And so I kind of lost touch with the terms of Toastmaster till 2015 when I was switching from being employee to being in an independent contractor or consultant. I ran into a very good friend of mine for the first time we met and now she's a very good friend of mine. And she told me, I mean, you should go to Toastmaster Club because I was into presentation, course development and all this stuff. And she said, you have to, you know, shine your skills of speaking and presenting in front of audience. And that was the moment I was convinced that I have to give it a chance and give it a try. I joined, and it's late 2015, we are talking about. And I attend Westfield Toastmaster Club, which is my own club, and I feel so connected to that club. Back in, and I joined the club uh, after a few times of being guest, January 2016. And after five years, not going back again. You just keep going, keep going there, keep keep learning stuff and keep contributing, let's put it this way, to others. And uh, it was it was a journey that, and it's still a journey that I'm learning every day something new. It's a journey of self-confident, self-discovery, and shining what you can do 
in a better way. So improving yourself, improving your public speaking, improving your leadership. I have two examples of, of what affect, what helped me, the Toastmaster, how they helped me, how the system and Toastmasters support me to be a better, uh, better Amin I am. Back in 2016, I'm speaking in uh, APEGAS, which is Engineering Association of Alberta, in their conference. I'm speaking and 40, 50 people are, and they were listening to me. So my speech was on a second day. On the first day, I was just like everybody else sitting here, there, and listening to other presenters. So all of a sudden, I had a panic attack. Can I even deliver the way he delivers? So I went to my hotel room and I just lay on the bed for an hour or two and try to focus, try to come over, you know, defeat the panic attack. So the next day I did okay, I did well. However, two years after that in 2018, I was speaking in the same conference, this time in Calgary, but 200 people. And I felt nothing. I felt nothing in terms of nervousness, stress. I come across very confident. I conveyed my message and I got very good feedbacks. So all I'm saying that I'm the same guy, but I shine with the detergent of Toastmaster, the skills I already had, so it's shinier, so more attractive and more satisfying. Fantastic. So I know this this idea of nervousness, I think we've all had, it's like stage fright. You know, you just freeze and you don't know, <laughs> some, you, don't know some, you know what to do. Some people call it imposter syndrome, but uh, it's just that stage fright that I, even many actors have as well. Um, yeah, sure. So, so if we're looking at your experience in Toastmasters, and you've given some good examples of how it's improved your public speaking, how would you say that it's really helped you in engine the engineering field, or even say as a course instructor? So, I suffer from course instructor very much, very much, because when I'm talking to my students, I can speak clearly with with introduction, body, and conclusion. So I always have in my mind that where should I start, what should I say, and how can I conclude my intention or my lesson? But when you go to engineering, if I'm doing something related to my field, but it's me and my laptop, just only doing some calculation or whatsoever, it's no different with or without Toastmaster. But it comes to a picture when I'm putting together a report or when I'm sitting in front of my boss to present my finding or my client. So that the skills of Toastmaster would support me on presenting my finding. The way that people understand, the way I can convince them, the way I concluded, so after 10 minutes talking, people get what I want to say instead of going to the left and right and saying something 
uh, that people confuse what I'm trying to say. So that clear way of speaking in my engineering uh, field was phenomenal that I received through Toastmasters International. Ethics. So yeah, that idea of structure and clarity is so vitally important in Toastmasters, which they helped you to build. So you've, you've held several executive positions at Toastmasters. You've been vice president of membership at your club. Last year, you were an area director for the district. And this year, you are VP of education for the same club. What are some takeaways that you've learned about leadership in these roles? So each of them, they have their own skills. So VP of membership is an excellent place to learn two, three minute uh, elevator pitch. So a guest coming and you sit next to them. And my time of VP of membership goes back to before COVID. So the guests come and I always want to sit next to them. If there are two, middle of them. If there are three, somehow I sit the way I can talk to all of them. And I have two, three minutes before the meeting, two, three minutes after the meeting. So I have to convince them to join our club and join Toastmaster International as you know, general. So that was an excellent way of practicing my elevator uh, pitch to convince uh, people to join. And uh, I try to present it the way it's, uh, it's a win-win scenario. So make sure that what they get out of it, it's clear to them. It's not just come and doesn't come across like a business versus a community because it's actually not a business. It's a community building. And when I had the experience to be area director last year, it's, it's a whole new level of leadership mm -hmm. that you have to manage different clubs with different background, with different challenges. And the most importantly, you know, you're, you're organizing a lot of big events like contests. And you are in charge of it. You like it or not, you're the chair of it, and you set it, and that's a challenge. That's the work that you put in place. And however, the gain is you gain more leadership skills. And I used to feel uncomfortable with the word of leader because I mix it up a lot with the management. And I personally don't want to be the manager. I want to be independent consultant. But the leader of community leader is something I found out through Toastmaster, specifically area director, that it's such a satisfying uh, experience that you gain in the, through Toastmaster and specifically on the area or district or division uh, level that you are a community leader and you feel great about it. And if I want to talk about the VP of education, I just started, so I can't really speak to about it and just, but 
leadership is very key uh, component of what, what you learn uh, through Toastmasters. So uh, if, if the audience, someone in the audience wants to have a cheap, free, almost free training on the leadership, and it can be a business leadership, can be public relationship leadership, or community leadership is a perfect place to be. Fantastic. Now, um, you have worked in sustainability for quite some time, and solutions within the field of sustainability very much are scalable, like other businesses, and they're constantly evolving to meet the changing demands. And it's not always one size fits all. So within your time at Toastmasters, how have you experienced, say, a degree of scalability and learning that can help you to accommodate, say, different skill sets over time? Yeah. What we learn in Toastmaster is something that is a lot of people who have the skills of martial arts skills, they learn it as well. It, they say, don't get comfortable with being comfortable. So it's, and, and Toastmaster International Program, it developed the way that you constantly challenged, you constantly push to go and do something that you're not comfortable with. And the whole program purpose is like that, you know, being uncomfortable, doing things that you're not uncomfortable. And some of them huge, some of them small, but you keep learning how to deal with different uncomfortable things. And that applies to any other field. If you want to challenge yourself, you have to do something that you don't do regularly or you don't, you haven't done it. For say, they say, I heard this uh, uh, so many times and I love it and I want to repeat it, that they say, if you want to gain something that you never had, you have to do something you never done. And in Toastmaster is the same thing. You know, you keep doing things that you haven't done and you can learn from that and you can apply those skills in your career. In my case, it's more of sustainability and emission management and traditional engineering work. But when you are ready to be uncomfortable, that's the time that you can achieve a lot of things. You can say yes to whatever challenge you choose to do or you've been asked to do. And that's a place that uh, you want to be and where to learn it, the cheapest and easiest way is a Toastmaster Club. Yeah, it's definitely econ economical, no doubt. Now, your company, Aspen Technology Solutions, what, uh, what type of services does that company offer? Uh, we like to be called as a sustainability engineering firm. So our skills, we are a group of engineers with engineering backgrounds and skills that we are developing sustainable solution, practical solution. 
not necessarily, you know, just doing the regulatory thing, just meeting the standard. It's just our clients approach us to have a solution for the challenge they have. And that's what we do. We provide engineering solutions for the clients uh, that they are looking for mitigating their uh, environmental footprint, their social uh, impact, and their economic uh, impact. So we believe that sustainability is not environmentalism. Sustainability is has three pillars, environment, public, and profit, and economy. And when we support our client, we bring the solution that satisfy all these three pillars, not just environment. And environment is a huge part of it, but nothing can be sustainable if we don't understand the impact of our activity on social, society, economy, job market, etc. We cannot sustain any activity if we don't consider those. The bottom line is environment, or the bottom line is to contain the same level of quality of life that we have for our next generation, our kids, our grandkids. They can have the same level of comfort in this world, the way we have. But you cannot sustain anything without thinking about what would be the social effect of it and what would be the economic impact, whether it's a benefit or not so much of benefit for economy. Nice. Now, there are a lot of project managers and a lot of business analysts that work in the field of sustainability uh, that I know. And I'm actually in my MBA course that I'm taking, we have a, a course on sustainability at the moment. So what, what are some vital aspects of sustainability that we should be aware of and how can that sort of positively affect society and, and the economy, or as you say, you know, the people, the environment and the, and the profit? Yeah, uh, I want to talk about the tool that a sustainable expert, especially sustainable engineering expert they use, and it's life cycle analysis. As a project manager, you should be aware of the entire process of your activity. And I have an example that you possibly heard it so many times, Marcus, that back in the days, all the, all the service product was to bring something on the table mm-hmm. and consume that product. And after the dinner table or after the table, it would be dumped in landfill or it would be gas going to the stack, through the stack to the sky. That was practically possible with 100 years ago, 50 years ago, when the population wasn't as many as now. Now we have to think about after that. That's why life cycle analysis is so important to know whatever we do, when we are done with it, what happened? Are we going to dump the stuff into a river or to sky or landfill? I'm designing electronic chip. How can I 
when when the computer that I use the chip in it is broken, then what? Is there any solution? How can I dis- how can I uh, put in place in my project that I should think of how I design or how I manage this project of this electronic chip that when the time is over and we want to not use the electronic chip again, what's going to happen? Just landfill? Or there are the, the way we look at it is just how we can disassemble it and reuse it or, or how we can every single time reduce it, the consumption of minerals and natural resources to, to sustain what we are doing in this planet. Yeah. So life cycle analysis. Everything we do as you know, your, your audience of project management, they have to be aware of the whole cycle, not just their scope. Mm-hmm. They should be aware of it. Or if they are not getting paid for the whole cycle, at least they have to make sure that their client, their user, aware of that. They, someone has to do life cycle analysis for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was actually talking about life cycle management and landfill sites. I was cycling in the southeast part of Calgary not too long ago, and I hit upon a landfill. It was a hot summer day, and the stench was just horrid. It was not just a landfill, but it was an area where they were building new houses in Calgary, but they're less expensive houses, and that's why they build them near landfill sites. And I thought, how can you live here? This stuff is just stinking. So um, I guess one thing about sustainability is how do you take that landfill site and reuse it, you know, or how do you recycle it so that it, one, it doesn't stink, and two, people can now live in that area that used to be a landfill. So just uh, just some ideas that come to mind about sustainability. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. So now um, during Toastmaster meetings, just to get back to Toastmasters for a bit, um, during Toastmaster meetings, each member takes a role during a meeting. And for example, you might have a role of a Toastmaster. There's also a role of general evaluator. There's a role of table topic master, even grammarian. There's a bunch of roles. Now, maybe, maybe you can explain a bit about what the Toastmaster role or general evaluator role or one of these roles involves. So the Toastmaster of the night is someone who managed the meeting someone who controls the meeting, sequence of the meeting, is like a project manager. He, the Toastmaster of the night does not do everything like a project manager. She has, she or he has a team, but she managed them. She say, now your turn, you do this, you do this. And all in a pre, preset schedule. But you guys, as a project manager, you, that's a perfect thing because you then you have a schedule and plan. In Toastmaster night, Toastmaster has agenda, so go through the agenda, make sure that all the rules are filled on the schedule and planning. Make sure that the right people, right activity is listed there, and we follow, we we track the progress in Toastmaster night. 
the timekeeper track the progress because it's time. One, I always say that there are two elements that we do every night, time management and feedback, positive, constructive feedback. So the Toastmaster is the project manager of the night. General evaluator is the chief inspector of the project. So the general evaluator works independently from the Toastmaster, but evaluate every single thing, including evaluating the project manager job, which is Toastmaster. So, and then table topic uh, master or and table topic evaluator. Table to, it's, it's like your, if I tell you that, that things can unexpectedly happen in your project, that you have to come up with a quick, good answer and way to resolve the things. The table topic master and participant and evaluators are those firefighters that put on the fire, put down the fire during your project. Things goes wrong, things unexpectedly in your project go out of hand. That skill is the same thing. You do not expect that you have to answer a question. So, but you go back to, you know, and you, you find a way to, you know, work on it. It's, it's the same thing. So I can say each night in Toastmaster is a project of itself. And there are so many stakeholders on that project. I like that. That's a good analogy. Great analogy. Yeah, fantastic. So if anyone wants to join Toastmasters or for anyone interested in joining Toastmasters, what are some recommendations about the value one can gain from being a club member? Uh, I'm not going to offer anything else except what I said before. It's just a building the skills that it shine, the skills that you already have or add up something. So you, we all can speak. We all can talk. It's not that we are teaching English language or we are teaching how to speak. We learned it when we were two or three years old. But how to shine it, that's what we get on this public speaking, on the leadership. We all manage our life somehow, right? We don't, we always have food. We buy food. We go do laundry. We go to work, make money. We're all managing somehow, leading our life, good or bad. We are doing it, and we've been doing it since we were born. We cry for milk. We cry when we were not very clean. We manage it. We lead it. But how can I shine that life is through leadership? And one way to, lead, uh, to learn leadership is through Toastmaster. Fantastic. Now, if any project manager out there wants to enter, or even a business analyst for that matter, if any project manager or business analyst wants to enter the sustainability field, what's your recommendation on a, on a good path to do that? 
If they want to understand it differently, I recommend some taking some courses, reading, be aware of it, the tools and uh, knowledge that available to a lot of people. There are so many good courses out there. Uh, I know few that can reach out to me and I can introduce some. Uh, there are good courses that they learn and they're good article. And, you know, they, they have to make sure that as a project manager and business analysis, uh, analyst that they can hire someone to support them. But for the self-studying, self-learning, definitely courses are way to go. And I know that you offer some courses, don't you, on sustainability? Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I have developed and I'm teaching uh, a program in the University of Kansas uh, called Sustainability Management. And occasionally I have free two hours, three hours, four hours training online to Zoom meeting or Teams, actually it's Teams uh, for, for whoever is interested to join. And, you know, your audience can reach out to me and uh, easily they can uh, email research at aspentechnologysolution.com and they can put their name in the free uh, four hours training we offer and we normally have it every month. Fantastic. Now, any other way to get in touch with you apart from the website? Uh, are you, You're on LinkedIn? Oh, yeah. I'm in LinkedIn and I'm one of those guys that normally accept everyone request, except if I find them, you know, you know fishy, let's call it. But if I know is a real person and if, if they don't even have the same field, yeah. It's just another human being. Fantastic. Great. Well, thanks for coming on the show, Amin. It's been very informative and very inquisitive, as usual. And I'm sure the audience can certainly take away a lot on not just Toastmasters, but also sustainability and a bit of project engineering or project management, like you mentioned. So thanks. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Thanks You're for right. having Thank very you very welcome. much, Marcus. You're very welcome. Have yourself a great day. You too. You too. Bye. And now a word from our sponsors. The Lewis Institute provides an enterprise project management program that does more than just train PMs. It helps support them from the CEO level on down. These courses help certify project leaders and prepare them to pass the PMP exam. The Business Agility Institute provides Emergence, the Journal of Business Agility. This quarterly publication brings you inspiring stories from the most innovative companies. Use the promo code ANALYST to get a 10% discount on your annual subscription. 